guys so let's let's settle down some we need you to sing this song with us listen up listen up God of creation there at the start before the beginning of time with no point of to the dark and fleshed out the wonder of life. And as you speak, a hundred billion galaxies are born. And the vapor of your breath, the planet If the stars Had a great time in worship. Hallelujah.
rest Thank this you, morning. Jesus. We see that heartfelt leading of worship. Thank you, God. Worship that leads us from our heart and yeah. not just from our skill. Do you understand Thank that? Thank you, Jesus. There's a lot of worship that can be skillful with no heart. <laughs> Thank you, God. It's the sound of a beautiful note. Thank when you, you God. see that heart that drags you yes. and pulls you yes. at your heart and reminds you Thank that you, God Jesus. is concerned about our hearts this morning. Yes. Not what we got on. That's right. Us. That's right. He's not concerned about our hair, That's right. our, our earrings. He's not concerned about our suits, our Amen. ties. Amen. Amen. He's yeah. not concerned about none. He's concerned Hallelujah. about our and you can be transparent yes. about your heart. Yes. God, right now, he, he doesn't care for us to stand here and look like we got it all together. That's right. That's right. Because we don't. That's right. Amen. But he is concerned Amen. that we know who can help us get yes. it all together. That's it. And that's him. Oh, thank so you, so God. I'm so glad to be in the house of the Thank Lord you, morning. God. So glad to be here one more time to worship mm-hmm. with each and every one of you. Thank Just you, so Jesus. That God is with us. He yes. is present. See, I don't want to be of no Woo! place where God's not at. All right? Amen. And I don't feel his presence. I want to feel his presence. Yeah. And so I'm so thankful this morning. I felt the presence of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And thank God for our praise and worship team. Let's thank bow our you, heads Jesus. before God. God, we give you glory. Oh, we we you, give Jesus. you glory. We give you glory. Oh, glory. Oh, glory, God. Our glory belongs to you. Yes, God. Our honor Hallelujah. belongs to you. Father, if it was not for you, we would not even Hallelujah. be standing here this morning. Thank you, Jesus. It is because of Hallelujah. you, God, that in the midst of every storm, God, we call on your name and we can find peace. Hallelujah, it's because Jesus. of you that even in the midst of pain and trouble, oh God, we can find that joy, Hallelujah, God. That Jesus. joy go, that goes beyond our circumstance, God. Oh God, thank we you, thank God. you for evidences in the house as, as we see Elder Johnny just hey. singing it out and praising Amen. it out. Woo. Not just because of, but thank in spite Jesus. of, God. Thank you, Jesus. And it just encourages us all this morning, oh God, thank you, Jesus. that you are that God that helps us through the storms, through the valleys, God. Oh, God, through the days that are very hard. Thank God, you, Jesus. You lead us beside yes, the sea God. Yes, God. And you restore our souls. Yes, God. Oh, thank you, good shepherd. Thank you, thank good shepherd. You. Thank, thank you, you shepherd thank you. For shepherding us, thank God. You. Even when we're rebellious and hard-headed and want to go our own way, God, you are a good shepherd, yes, God. You are, God. And you will thank go and you. seek for us, God. Thank when you, we've got God. Of course, God. Yes, Lord. You love us that much. Yes, God. Thank We're you. We're thankful for that love. Thank you. That you have over us today. Thank you. Your absolute amazing. Yes, you are. Never yes, failing you love. Are. And that's why we sing Thank of your you, love. Jesus. We sing of your love forever, God. Yes, God. Because it's a true love. It's an amazing love. Yes, God. So, God, we ask today, God, that Thank you would bless God. everyone that's watching. Oh, someone right now, they may still be troubled in their oh, spirit. Thank you. They might be going through something that they don't see their way out of. Something that they're afraid of. Yes, oh, God. God, today we ask right now, God, mm-hmm. that through the hearing of the word, oh God, through a song, 
oh God, that they would be blessed in their spirit. That they would know, God, that you're not just here in this building with us, but you are here, there, and everywhere. Yes, you are, God. Thank you. With each and every one of us. And God, you're right there in that room, that car, the park, wherever it is that they're sitting. They need you, God. This morning, he said, we need you. We need you, God. Somebody needs to know that that's what they need is you God. Yes, God. You God. Somebody yes, needs God. to just try we Jesus you, right Jesus. at this moment that, that they're listening to this prayer and say, I oh, need you, Jesus. I need you, Jesus. Yes, God. Oh God, that they will feel and know that God, that when we say we need Hallelujah, you, God, Jesus. you're right there. Yes, you are, God. You're right Thank there. You, God. You're right Thank present, you. God. Thank to you. help us, God. Thank you, God. With everything that we need to help Thank with. you, Jesus. Oh, God, have your way today. Have your way, God. Watch over, bless, yes, God. keep, lift up, oh, thank heal. You, God. Everything that's needed, God, at thank the sound you, of my God. voice. Lord, we ask that you would do it. Thank do it you, in God. Jesus' thank name. You, God. And we praise you in advance. Thank you, God. We praise you for healing. Thank we you, praise God. you for mind regulating. Thank we praise you, you right now, God. For you are the one that's doing whatever is needed. Yes, peace God. Is needed. Thank you, It's Jesus. right here, right now, God. And we thank you in advance. We thank you. Thank we say thank you, Because you're a good God. And you're a good, good Father. Thank you, in God. Jesus in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. We're so glad. Thank you, God. To be back in the house of the Lord one more time. And he didn't have to let it be. Thank you, God. You know, somebody left last night. Somebody left a few minutes ago. This earth. And we are still here. And we are so grateful that God God has had his gracious hand upon us. And every time I see you, I'm so happy to see you. Amen. I was just, I want to say um, this morning, I want to give a shout out. I hope, um, just really grateful and honored our grandson graduated. Baby Daniel, that's a man Daniel now. <laughs> we can't hardly look at him and say baby Daniel no more. <laughs> but uh, just so glad that, you know, he graduated, um, got picked to colleges. I think he chose Arizona, so he's going to be where Ann and them are at. So we're excited about that, that our children, where they go, there's people. Isn't that something about the church that is everywhere? And so we just thank God for that. Uh, we also want to um, honor um the Renz's daughter, Kaziah, she graduated this year too. And we also don't want to f- forget about Callie and Nick, um, their oldest son. I'm saying the wrong name. Cameron, Cameron, Cameron. I won't say Paco, but Cameron graduated. So it's such a blessing, you guys. The beautiful thing that, you know, they achieve these goals in life. And my prayer is that they would continue on in Christ. And you know what? I wanted to say something last Sunday, you know. I just kind of realized that Dane, you know, we w- was here, and I turned around. I was trying to I, – I, did he come for what? Just to come? Okay. I'm so glad to have you here, though, Dane. I'm just so happy. I thought that when I turned around, I was just so happy to have him back in the house that I didn't note that. I want you to know I note it, okay, because I think it's an honor. It might seem silly, but one thing is an honor – that these children come back and they come to the house of the Lord. They don't have to do that, you know? And so that's such an honor. And then just to see how respectful and honorable he is with his parents, his grandparents. When I look at him, I just like, thank you, God, the miracle baby. 
that our baby that God allowed to grow up to be such an honorable man of God. And you guys, I just admonish you, all, all our young people, don't forget God. I know there's so many things that's going to speak to your hearts as you are trying to navigate this life, okay? This life, got to navigate it. But I'm going to tell you, don't forget God, okay? If you don't forget God, you're going to be all right, okay? So don't forget God. Always know that no matter what situation you find yourself in, call on the name of Jesus. Call on the name of the Lord, and he will be right there with you. And what I said, don't forget the seed. There's a seed in you. Every time you come in under this word of God, open your Bible, you're watering a seed, okay? And don't doubt that seed. Don't doubt it. It's a big seed. It's a God seed. And it will be your strength in some situations where you'll think, what to do, what to do. Just go back to the seed of the word. And it will come up and it will let you know what to do, what to say, when to say no, when to run. Sometimes, y'all, you got to run, okay? Okay, sometimes you got to run, all right? In the Bible, we see Joseph, he ran. He was a smart runner because he knew he wasn't going to be caught up in that. And so sometimes you got to run, and God runs with you, okay? So I love each and every one of you this morning. I want to thank God for all our guests this morning. If you're a first-time guest, can you wave your hand if you're a first-time guest here? Amen? No first-time guests, so you've been here before. Amen. So we thank God for every single person that is here this morning. And we know this morning you are here because God has prompted you to be here. And if God prompts us to be here, it's because he has something for us. Amen. And so we just open up our hearts, and we're just ready. God, what, what you have for us, we're ready to receive. We're ready to receive it in Jesus' name. We're getting ready for the word by our dear Apostle David and just thanking God for the word of God because the word of God is what has kept me in some terrible situations. And so I am hungry for the word of God that is a keeper, is a consolation. Have you ever just needed the comfort and the word of God comes up and it just comforts you? It's a a comforter. The word of God is an instructor. It's a keeper. And so I just thank God for the word of God. And this morning we pray as the man of God comes up, Lord, let him be able to give what you have given him without any hindrance. And let us receive what you have given him without any hindrance in Jesus' name. Thank you, sir. Amen. Amen. Praise be to God. Amen. Let's pray while y'all yet standing. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity, God, to come together in your name as your people, Lord, and to hear from you. Lord, I, I yield myself to you, God, that you would speak through me, Lord, and to me. That we would hear what your spirit is saying unto the church on this morning, God. Lord, let us not assign it elsewhere, but let us receive it for ourselves, whether we're in person or online. Help us to receive your word, God, the truths of your word, the direction of your word, the correction of your word. Lord, that we may be able to walk it out each and every day. Lord, that our lives are saying, Lord, whatever we find our hands doing, we bring glory and honor to you. Lord, that we would not bring any reproach upon your church, God, because your word is abiding in us. 
strengthening us and building us, leading us and guiding us right now, Lord. Have your way this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Thank you, Lord. You know, as, as Pastor Linda was, you know, just speaking to our young people, you know, just pressed on my heart, I, I look at the Lewis family, amen, and how the steadfast, amen, bringing their children and here, coming up under the, the word of the Lord. See, those, those things are important. Amen. You know, one thing, if I can honestly say, I wish that in my upbringing, you know, my family would have kept me in church because I believe they'd have kept me in church. It would have kept me out of some trouble that I found myself in later on. Amen. But see, that didn't happen. Amen. We stopped going to church about the time I was 12 years old, and I didn't find my way back to church until I was probably around 23. You know, so there was a gap. Directed, unrestrained, amen, and living any kind of way, doing any kind of thing, and finding myself in, in situations that I should not have been in. But thanks for the glory and the mercy of God, the keeping power, amen. He had a plan for my life, amen, even when I didn't, uh -huh. amen, but we thank him this morning. You know, as, as we've been coming, amen, these last few weeks, I know last week we took time out to celebrate the church and uh, pastoral anniversary and so forth, and thank God for, for those milestones, those steps, but as we, we've been looking at prior to that, amen, a week, couple of weeks back, about two, three weeks back, I, I had an opportunity to speak, you know, about Pentecost, Amen. We talked about Pentecost, that, that 50th day, the seven weeks, and that 50th day coming, amen, and, and what Pentecost meant to you and what it meant to me, amen, what it, what it had to do with us, realizing that it was actually the birth, amen, that day of Pentecost, amen, in the book of Acts was the birth of the New Testament church, amen, and every church should be celebrating, every Christian church should be celebrating that day, amen, we, like I said then, we, we celebrate our birthday, Amen. And all them anniversaries and all those kinds of things. But we should be celebrating, amen, the birth of the church. Thank God for that day that took place, amen, that we might, amen, come to know him. And then following that, Pastor Linda spoke on, amen, how you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be my witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Amen. And realizing, amen, that in the Holy Ghost, we got power. Yay. Amen. But he said, you see power after that. Amen. But we really didn't get time, amen. I mean, we touched on who it was for a little bit and, you know, some things of that nature. But in, I, I thank God for the testimony she shared. But we really didn't go into a lot of depth about the Holy Ghost, amen, and who he is and how he operates. So this morning, I'm going to be speaking to us by, from coming from the topic, the working of the Holy Spirit. The working. Uh, all right. See, he ain't just dead. I mean, he's working in ways, amen, that we otherwise could not do on our own. So the working of the Holy Spirit is, is, is important Amen. In the body of Christ, you know, we we need the Holy Spirit, amen, to operate and to 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 some things to direct our course and our steps to bring us into the fullness of our destiny. 
You know, otherwise, amen, we, we're, we're doing it, um, you know, more or less of our own strength and knowledge, you know, of the word. But, you know, when the Holy Ghost is on board, it gives you, you know, a level up. Amen. Amen. I, I remember how my pastor used to say years ago, if, if you haven't received the Holy Ghost, you're living beneath your privilege. Amen. amen. Because it's a privilege for the children of God, amen, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Amen. So that we can function and operate like he want to. You know, and I would submit to you that the only reason that all God, true God loving Christians and believers aren't seeking after the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm talking not just, you know, to know him, but to be filled by him. Amen. Is due to the lack of understanding, knowledge, confusion, bad representation, bad teaching. You know, these things have, have brought, you know, a lot of controversy if i can use that word this is a very controversial subject amen but you know so i I feel like you know as we talk about this amen there's there's gonna be questions there's gonna be thoughts there's gonna be you know wonderments and that's okay you know because this topic amen in the body of christ has been controversial for years long before we came along Uh so it's not I wish I could, but it's going to take God to deal with that. He's going to have to handle that, amen, because there's, you know, prominent denominations and mainstream mainstream denominations and and so forth that teach vehemently against the Holy Spirit in filling and speaking in tongues and all those things, even though the Apostle Paul, amen, and Peter, amen, they talked about these things and they engaged in these things, but still very controversial. Amen, as we look at it. So we would be remiss if we chose not to speak on this topic because of the controversy, this truth that's in the word of God. Amen. So we, we must take time out to deal with it. And those who are fighting against it, you know, I, I would I would ask that they, you know, consider the admonition that was given to, you know, the, the scribes and Pharisees at one point when they were desiring to stop you know, the apostles from teaching in the name of Jesus. You know, they wanted, literally, they had told them, jailed them and told them, don't preach and don't teach in this name anymore. Amen. Because they were turning things upside down, you know, but yet when they got out, they went back and they continued to preach and they continued to teach us, you know, but they got a warning from Gamaliel, doctor of the law. Let's look at Acts 5. We're going to cover some ground this morning. So, man, just, just beware. Get ready. But in Acts 5, amen, we see this discourse, and I think it's, it's befitting, amen, as we go into this topic. But it says here, starting at the 33rd verse, when they heard that they were cut to their hearts and took counsel to slay them. See, they heard that and they got word that they're still preaching in Jesus' name. They're still teaching in Jesus' name. And, you know, they were upset. They said they were cut to their heart and they took counsel not to correct them, but to slay them. We're talking about the scribes, the Pharisees, the doctors of the law, the religious world, taking counsel, how we can just kill them. That's, that's how we're going to do it. We're going to kill them. That's how serious they were about stopping them. But again, you think about these are the religious folk, but they're talking about assassination. They're talking about killing those. You know, but the 34th verse, it says, Then stood there up one in the council, a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a doctor of the law, had in reputation among all the people and commanded to put 
the apostles forth a little space and said unto them, ye men of Israel, take heed to yourselves what ye intend to do as touching these men. For before these days arose Theodos, to whom a number of men, about 400, joined themselves, who were slain, and all, as many as obeyed him, were scattered and brought to naught. And, I mean, period. Don't get it mixed up. Judas of Galilee. as many as obeyed him were dispersed and not refrain from these men in other words leave these apostles alone yeah. <laughs> just just hold hold on he said refrain from these men and let them alone for if this counsel or this work be of men it will come to naught but you cannot overthrow it Lest happily you be found even fighting against God. You know, that kind of stands to, in my mind, even for those that, that stand against the Holy Spirit. If you, that's like saying, I know everything God is doing and how he does it to the nth degree. So I, I have the authority to fight against it. But see, we, none of us can make that claim. Therefore, if they're fighting against it, what, what is Gamaliel telling them about fighting against preaching in the name of Jesus? And I would have you to know that every time the apostles would get into that another time, every time as they went about, just about everywhere they went in the early church, the people were getting filled with the Holy Ghost. Yes. And they were speaking in tongues. Yes. You know, so this is what they were literally fighting against these things. And it. In the name of Jesus and let them go. They still caught him. They still beat him some more. And they let him go. And they departed from the presence of the council. Now look what he said. Rejoicing that they were counted worthy. Now how many of us have been beat and then we leave rejoicing? I'm I don't think so. I think we'd be like, Lord, do I have to why I gotta go through all this? I'm doing your will. Preach Jesus Christ. So even after they've been beat again, they said, no, we just don't, not going to do it on Sunday. Or, um, you know, Sabbath. We're we going to do it every day. When it comes to the Holy Spirit and, and the infilling of the Holy Spirit, we're going to continue to preach, no, no matter who fight against it. But beware. I said, beware. <laughs> you know, because... You know, I think about the scribes and Pharisees. They were well-intended in their mind. They were learned men in their day. Amen. They had an agenda to protect. Amen. So they were trying in their best estimation, even though they were misguided. 
told them, you know, if it be of God, you can't overthrow it. So we stand through not just teaching and hearing, but through experience. Amen. And seeing over the years the power and the work spirit in the lives of people. Amen. Not just in biblical days, but today. And I Amen. And he's he's doing what he said he would do when we teach, amen, and we receive and we trust him, amen, in these ways. So I just really want you to know, amen, the Holy Spirit is working according to scripture. He is operating, amen. But Man, he, he's true. So, you know, we're going we're gonna to take a look, amen, in the, in the Old Testament. We're going to start there first. But before I go to the Old Testament, I want to establish, you know, I want to touch on one thing that should be, you know, well knowledge in the church. But again, something that's not, you know, with something that, you know, the Lord and Jesus himself established. Let's look at John 4.24 here. It said, God is a spirit. What's that say? God is a spirit, and they that work, amen, so we got to have, right here, and in my Bible, this is words in red, indicating that these were words that were actually spoken by Jesus, amen, and then, you know, Leviticus, Let's jump back to the Old Testament. I'm talking about old and new, the working of the Holy Spirit. Amen? You know, but he said these words. You know, we know these words, amen, the Lord himself spake. Amen, but now let's see what Moses had, what he had to say, amen, when he shared this. Leviticus 19 and 2. And the Lord speaking to Moses to give a word to the congregation, and he spake, he says, speak unto all the congregation of the children of Israel and say unto them, ye shall be holy. holy. Amen. For I am holy. Yeah. Okay, now God is declaring that he's holy. Amen. And we just saw Jesus declare that he is a spirit. Amen. So is there any doubt that God is a holy Trying, trying to behave. Developed the word is not in scripture. Right. Amen. Let me tell you what it says in scripture. In John ten thirty, he said, "I." Jesus said these words again. I. For the what you said, Pastor Dave, but watch, watch out now. Watch it, watch it. In heaven, the Father. 
the whole and these three are so they say well that we see the father and we see the holy ghost but they didn't say the word Huh? Where's Jesus? Come on, come on. It's a uh -huh. I could go down that road. So we see him in all three, and it says these three are. They are all one. Yes. Three. And we need to grab. Hold on. We see Jesus. Let me, uh, take the Let me start. He created all things. We see Jesus. Okay. Amen. He is the Father. Yes. I mean, He's here operating with us, upon us, and in us. Yes. Amen. Is it that? Yes. Is the Holy Spirit, yes. God Himself. So when you say I received the Holy Spirit, Amen. What you're saying, I, I received the emanation from God. I received the portion of His Spirit embodied in me, the yes. fullness of the yes. God. Yes. The Scripture talks about they had the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Jesus had the fullness. Not just the point. I don't know if you and I can handle the fullness. Huh? Real. So, I just wanted to clarify, you know. That understanding. So as we go in these other passages, we'll under, have a greater understanding of who it is and what it is we're speaking about yeah, when yeah. we're talking about the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So now, let us examine a few of the Old Testament passages and see if we can find the Holy Ghost working in the Old Testament. See if we can see that He's there. Amen. So we can discover, discover Him how He moved upon people. Amen. You know, because He didn't He didn't come on everybody in the Old Testament. But he moved on certain individuals and specific individuals, and we'll get to that even a little bit more, amen. But I want to start with one of my favorites, David. <laughs> and in his psalm of repentance, David said these words in Psalm 51:11. I wish I could take time for the whole thing, but I got too much ground to cover. He said, "Cast, me, I mean, cast me not away from thy presence, and what? Take not thy holy spirit from me." See, David acknowledged and recognized that it was the Holy Spirit yes. operating upon him and through him in order for him to do the things that he did. Now, I want to make a quick note here. Just because we have the Holy Spirit on board don't mean we don't mess up. Right?
So don't 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 get it messed up that Spirit is with him. He said, don't take the Holy Spirit from me. You know, when Nathan came to him and revealed his sin, David was quick to repent. Amen. Once he realized, then you know, he pointed out that it was him. Amen. And you've been trying to cover this up. You know, Nathan basically told him it's time for you to get it right. Yeah. Amen. You know, so, so, so when Amen. And, you know, I mean, David did some mighty, powerful things. Amen. But he realized that it was because he had the Holy Spirit, had the Holy Spirit. on board that was with him. And say, how do you know that David had the Holy Spirit? Amen. Well, I'll tell you, the Bible says so. Let's look at look, look at first Samuel. See, sometimes we read over. We don't catch things. But in first Samuel 16, 13, it says when when Samuel took the horn of oil. And anointed him in the midst of his brethren. Remember, he called all the brothers, left David out in the field because they didn't think he was the one. And the prophet wouldn't sit down until they went and got David and brought him. Amen. And he anointed him with oil. And look what it says. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. The The spirit of the Lord was upon him from that. was on board. I'm going somewhere with this and I hope y'all, y'all David David had received the Holy Spirit on board now he's ready to go forth and get ready for this one <laughs> you know because we may angel of the Lord now notice it didn't say an angel from the Lord the angel of the Lord and from the midst of the burning bush no so the angel of the Lord the angel of the Lord must have been God speaking directly Oh my goodness. You know, so so took place. Amen. But there came an occasion and all the things that Moses went through that those words you know he, he was he was in that place I mean because he realized look, look at it in numbers the 11th chapter see I, I'm giving you a lot of scripture today because I don't want you to just go on what I'm saying I want you to see it in the word but in numbers the 11th chapter starting at 16 verse we're gonna look at 16 and 17 he said and the Lord said unto Moses God, he's complaining I can't do this so the Lord's giving him some instruction ain't God good he said God unto me seven men of 
unto me, unto the tabernacle of the congregation, that they may stand there with thee. Okay, so go get these men who are, you know, men, uh, choice men, leaders, and you know, let's let's get them and bring them. He said, and I will come down and talk with thee there. And look what he says, and I will take of the spirit which is upon thee and will put it upon them and they shall bear the burden of the people with thee that thou bear it not thyself alone. So he said, you go get these elders and you bring them to the, to the top and I'm going to come down and I'm going to talk to y'all and I'm going to take of the spirit that's on you, Moses, and I'm going to put it upon them. Now they'll be able to lead the people and help bear this burden with you. Then we drop down to number 25. And the Lord came and took of the spirit that was upon Moses, upon him, he's talking to Moses, and gave it unto the 70 elders. And it came to pass, now listen to this. And it came to pass when the spirit rested upon them, they prophesied. Kind of reminds you what happened in the book of Acts when I did Pentecost. Amen. When the spirit rested. We, we still in the Old Testament yes. and we see the Holy Spirit working yes. in the Old Testament kind of reminds me of Pastor Linda's testimony when she got started it took three days for her you know to be able to speak without going in the tongues I mean, he, he came to see. So, so we look at this. Now, now look what happened. But there remained two of the men in the camp. The name of the one Eldad and the name of the other Medad. And the spirit rested upon them. And they were of them that were written. In other words, their names were written on the list to be there, but they didn't make it. But that didn't stop God from doing what God wanted to do. All right. And they prophesied in the camp. They were still in the camp and the Holy Spirit fell on them. Well, look what happened. And there ran a young man and told that and me that who Joshua was, but he was a little zealous right here. He said, Joshua. They're not over here with us. What they're doing? Stop them from doing what they're doing. But I love Moses' response because his response was actually prophetic. Watch out, watch out. And Moses said unto him, Envious thou for my sake, would God that all people were prophets and that the Lord was them. I'm, I'm looking at my my goodness. Most of them really. So we look and we say, okay, the spirit of the Lord. Now, when it said that, you know, because I've, I've, we've had this conversation before, when they said they took up the spirit that was on Moses and he would take that spirit and put it upon the elders, 
I've heard it put there. Well, he took Moses' spirit and put upon them. But that would have been a mistake. Why? Because just prior to that, Moses' spirit was saying, just kill me because I can't do this. That's not. Let's look at what the prophet Isaiah said about. And rebelling against him. So let's look at Isaiah 63. He was what they called the eagle eye prophet. You know, he prophesied 740 years before the coming of Christ that he was coming. So I think Isaiah had an insight with God, the spirit of God. Amen. So when we look at this, this verse, it said, but that Watch out. He said, to be their enemy. Remember God said, I'm going to kill them. At one point he told Moses, just, just get out the way because I'm, I'm going to wipe them out. But Moses went and pled and interceded for the people. And God repented, the scripture said. In other words, God changed his mind. Amen. But he said he, would, he was going to do this. Amen. He turned the enemy and he fought against them. The days of old, Moses and his people saying, where is he that brought them up out of the sea? I'm talking about going through the Red Sea. Amen. All right, where? That's in him. You're talking about Moses. Somebody, he put his Holy Spirit in Moses. Amen. Talking about Moses, the one he put the Holy Spirit in. So when he's talking about about the Holy Spirit, Amen. not about Moses' spirit. Because that Moses' spirit in this situation was rather defeated, yeah. tired, felt like giving up, felt like quitting. But that wasn't God. Amen. So we grab hold and we see the Holy Spirit is doing a lot of work in the Old Testament. Amen. He, he's showing up, amen, and he's having his way in the Old Testament. And we didn't even begin to get to the New Testament yet. Hello? Amen. We begin to see here, amen, that the Spirit of the Lord is real. Amen. And he's coming, amen, and doing more things that we can imagine. Things that we haven't really given him the credit for. Amen. But he, he's, he's doing more than our natural ability and power. When we allow the Holy Spirit to operate in us and through us, amen, we go to a whole other level. Amen. We miss out. Spirit operating and not us. Amen. So we got to yield our will to him. Now, let's take a peep real quick over at Joseph. Just a, a few more. Amen. I, I want us to really get it that God was functioning in all these places. Amen. When we look at Joseph, amen, who, who became the second in command to Pharaoh, amen, for many, for after his many years of struggles and toil, but being obedient to the leading of the Spirit of God. Genesis 41. 
Amen. Verse 37 said, and the thing was good in the eyes of Pharaoh. You know, because he went through all of the dream. He had the dream and, you know, and, and he, no one could interpret the dream. But here comes, you know, the baker and say, oh, I remember there was this guy in the prison. About two years later after he'd been brought up, he had interpreted his dream. So the Pharaoh calls him and presents his dream, amen, before Joseph. And Joseph interprets the dream. And now this is where Pharaoh's looking, amen, because he told him you need to find somebody as part of the interpretation. You need somebody to settle with this matter of collecting the good for the seven years of plenty, amen, so you'll have plenty in the seven years of famine. So he gave him this counsel, amen, in the interpretation of the dream. But then he said, and the thing was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said unto his servants, can we find such a man as this is? A man in whom the spirit of God is. He's talking about Joseph. Okay. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, for as much as God has shown thee all these, all this, there is none so discreet and wise as thou art. Thou shalt be over my house and according to unto my word shall all my people be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than thou. Only in the throne. You just don't get to sit here. Everything, you got all the rest of the power. He took him from the dead to the palace. You <laughs> to obey the Holy Spirit. When you follow the life of Joseph, from the time his brothers hated on him. Now, even, even and the reason they hated on him is because the Lord was giving him dreams. Amen. When he shared it with his father, he pondered it, but his brothers hated on him, threw him in the dungeon. I mean, threw him in the pit. They wanted to kill him, but, you know, his, his older brother, amen, said, no, we're not going to kill him. We're just going to sell him to these, these, you know, these travelers coming by. Amen. So all these things he endured. Then he was sold to Potiphar to be his servant. Amen. And he served Potiphar so well. Potiphar, this was just a shadow of things to come. Potiphar gave him rule over everything in his house. Except his wife. And guess what? His wife came after Joseph. So when she tried. She tried it, but it got to a point where she grabbed him and he took off running. gone and then she accused him of attacking her that's how he ended up in the dungeon he didn't do nothing wrong but even in the dungeon he became a trustee and began to rule the dungeon and the spirit was leading him he never got in a place the way he said woe is me why this ain't right why nothing. No, he kept his eye on the prize. He held on to the hope, amen, that God had given him. And even after the 
stand in prison another two years. Finally, he was remembered and called forth. And the rest is history. Because the Holy Spirit was upon him. How about the prophet Balaam? Balaam did a lot. Amen. And he wanted him to curse the children of Israel so he could overtake them. But every time he would bless Every time he, he would go against with the king, because obviously if he's a prophet of God, being led by the spirit of God, he can't curse what God has not cursed. So when he would go to curse, And all his enemy would come forth. You know, so at this point, he said, Balaam lifted up his eyes and he saw Israel abiding in his tents. Amen. He's there all in their tents, not bothering nobody, according to their tribes. And the spirit of God, the spirit of God, the spirit of God came upon him. What is that? The Holy Spirit. I said, I said the Holy Ghost came upon him. Amen. And so I can say every time when he went, he had to prophesy blessings. He had to prophesy blessings. And this happened about three different times until, until Balak realized he ain't going to curse him. No matter what I do, no matter what I offer him, he's not going to curse him. Because he offered him all kinds of stuff. Riches and everything else. But only blessings could come forth. Because why? He's operating in the Holy Ghost. He's operating in the Holy Spirit. Amen. And then I... We're still in the Old Testament, y'all. And the Holy Spirit is working all over the place. Yeah. Amen. He, Joshua was a two other men, amen, above the age of 40 that entered into the promised land. You know, because at one point when the, the children of Israel had vexed the Lord so much, he decided, okay, every male over the age of 19, I'm going to kill them. Except and he didn't just kill him. He said, they're going to die in the wilderness. So over that 40 years, every man from that day, amen, until they crossed over, that was over the age of 19, died and perished in the wilderness because they did not believe God when he said, go and possess the land now. They came back with a bad report. But only Joshua and Caleb, Joshua and Caleb believed the good report. And they were the only two spared, able to cross over. So he's one of them. Amen, Joshua. Like I say, he's one of, one of the favorites. Amen. But in Numbers 27, we see here, the Lord said unto Moses, take with thee the son of Nun, the man in whom is the spirit, and lay thine hand upon him. See, God identified him as one that the spirit was in him. You know, to obey God and operate like he wanted to operate, I could go into a whole, whole lot of things Joshua did. And he, Joshua took over. Amen. And the Lord told Joshua, as I was with Moses, so shall I be with thee. He said, be strong and a good age. Amen. Because I'm going to be with you. He gave him a little span of time to, 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 you know, to mourn the death of Moses. Then he came to him and said, what are you doing? Moses is dead. It's time to get busy. Time to move forward. You know, and then there was the, Gideon. 
<laughs> Gideon was, you know, he just counted himself out. He, I can't do nothing. I, I'm just, you know, he, he had making excuses. But the Lord said, no, we're going to fix this. But just one quick verse concerning Gideon, amen, and that's in Judges 6, 34. He said, but the spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon and he blew a, a trumpet and Abazir was gathered after him. See, when it was needed, when Gideon had something to face, the spirit of the Lord would come upon him. And he would operate in that spirit. Amen. Because in his own strength, he knew he couldn't do nothing. In his own strength, amen, he knew he would fall short. And I, and I, I can't complete this list without talking about this man here. Samson. We think about Samson and how the scripture says he shook himself at different times, amen, and how he had all that strength and all the things that he did and all the people, men that he killed, amen, and his, his downfall was, mm -hmm, y'all know, a, a woman, Delilah, you know, remember, you still got your own will, amen, but understand this, I was interested, you know, when I, when I came across this, when I was looking at, at Samson. In Judges 14, verses 5 and 6, kind of reminded me of David. Then went Samson down and his father and his mother. He was yet a child, okay, to Timnath and came to the vineyard of Timnath. And behold, a young lion roared against him. Now, he was just a child. But look what it said. And the spirit of the Lord came mightily. A kid. In other words, he, he, he just tore that line up. And the kid he's talking about was like a little goat. In other words, he took it out like it was nothing but a little small baby goat. And we talking about a lion. The Miami. And then it, but look what he says. And he had nothing in his hands. With his bare hands. He dealt with this lion, but he told not his father or his mother what he had done. Hmm? You know how kids will do something? And I don't know. I'm not gonna, I might get in trouble. <laughs> you know, he probably trying to figure out where all that strength came from. You know, and so I don't want to get in trouble because maybe they, they're not going to believe me when I tell them. You know how, how, how kids think, you know, whatever his mindset was as a child, the, the spirit of the Holy Spirit came upon him. And not just in any kind of way. It said what? My. Worked with him by the Holy Spirit. You know, we think, OK, he had to be buff. He had to be. No. Not necessarily. I've seen things that were, you would not believe, yes. you know, it was possible, you know, but when, when the Holy Spirit is moving, it ain't got nothing to do with you and your size at all. It's all him. Amen. When you allow him to have his way, amen, and yield to him, amen. So we see, you know, the, the, the Holy Spirit is real. I keep saying that and I'm going to keep on saying it. He's real. that will obey him, that will yield to him. If we will yield to the Holy Spirit, if he can do all that through them, he'll give us the strength to say no. That's right. 
when temptation comes. He'll give us the strength to overcome those challenges. He'll give us the strength to go through our difficulties. If we're Amen. If God said he's, he's for me, I will. Amen. Especially living in this life, in this world. We need all that we can get. We need it all. To God. Amen. We can walk in victory. You know, I heard a good message this morning. Amen. She was talking about loneliness. You know, over in, 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 in Newport News and Living Faith over there, she was talking about loneliness, Evangelist Gale, and, and, and she was saying the first step of, of getting overcoming loneliness is living holy. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> you know, right. lonely, who are you talking to? I'm right here with you. You're not alone. You know, see, there's a difference between being alone and being lonely. Amen. No? Hello? We can be a companion that meets all your needs. Amen. Amen. See, we, we struggle with the wants of the flesh, but the needs are be met. I had to throw that in there. I don't know why, but I had to throw that in there. Amen. But we see him operating. In the old, we see him operating. And, you know, I could go on. There's, there's many more examples of the Holy Spirit operating in the Old Testament. Amen. And we see those things taking place. You just got to look. Amen. And, and open your eye, spiritual eye, and hear what the Spirit is saying unto us. Amen. And I will say this. If you haven't been filled with the Holy Spirit, amen, he will fill you. He wants to come on board. But you got to believe and you got to receive. Amen. He's not going to force himself into our lives. Amen. Look what he says in Luke. Mm. If he then, being evil, talking to, you know, natural man, okay, being evil, know how to give good to your children, how to your heavenly father, give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him. See, the problem is a lot of people aren't asking because they're like, you know, some in the Old Testament, I mean, the New Testament in, in, the, in the book of Acts that don't even know whether there is a Holy Spirit. You can't ask for something if you don't know if it's available. See, so that, I won't have time to even go in there. That'll be another message coming soon. Amen. But if we check out, you know, that he said, I'll give you good gifts. I will, I will bless you. I will help you. I will come on board and be with you if you would just trust me. If you would just say yes. Mm. Now then look what he told his disciples after he had been resurrected. Crucified. He's resurrected. Come back up. Amen. And came back down. And he was seen by over 500 people after his resurrection. Now, but in one of the instances where he came in the room when the disciples were waiting. Amen. They had been told that he was, he was you know, had been seen by Mary. And they're in the chamber and he came in with the doors being shut. He disappeared. Here I am. And he told him, peace be unto you. Look what it says in John 20, 21, amen, and 22. Then said Jesus to them again, peace be unto you. Because this is the second time he had appeared unto him like this. And 
my Father has sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Spirit. He said, Receive ye. But he used the word ghost, the Holy Ghost. No, he was preparing them for what was coming. He said, Receive it. Don't reject it. Don't fight against it. Because he's given them instruction to, to go to Jerusalem. But he said, receive it. And that's, that's really, he, he, he wants to come on board. He wants to be with us. He wants to be innocent. And we'll deal with that, you know, like I said. But he said, just receive it. You don't have to fight for it. You don't have to beg for it. And in, in the book of Acts, they call it a gift. Now, how many of us have to beg for a gift that's ours? Or fight for it? Or, or, you know, no, it's, it's a gift. You know, like I said, there's so many different things that we can look at here. It meant helping us to grab hold of what God wants to do in us if we would just open our hearts and receive the Holy Spirit. And for those that are fighting against it, dig a little deeper. Don't let our own intellect get in our way of God, what God's doing. You know, because he said he, he, he took the, the simple th- things of the earth, the, the world, to what? Confound the wise. This just don't make no sense. This just don't make no sense. Because it's too easy. It's too easy. And we got to get to that place, amen, that we can say, yes, Lord. Amen. He comes. And he rests upon some. He comes and he fills others. And, and we see it both in the Old Testament. Amen. He comes and he spoke to Moses. But later on we see, amen, that the Spirit was upon Moses. And you might say, well, what's the difference between upon and in? You know, in any case, it's the power of God that's working through the individual. Well, in any case, whether he's upon or in. But typically, simply put, upon is usually for a special situation, a special circumstance. Temporary. But the infilling, he wants to abide. He wants to live there. He wants to be in you. Amen. On your daily living, daily challenges, daily exploits. Amen. He wants to, you know, because the Bible teaches us that our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. I mean, he, he, that, that, that's where he wants to abide and dwell more depth on that but we need to understand that God has been working from the beginning by his spirit and if he's worked way back then and we see him operating way back then and he is working now I can tell you he's working now right here today in us if we yield ourselves to his spirit and let it operate in us and through us we begin to see you know, a whole lot more things than we're seeing now. Amen. If we learn how to operate in the Holy Spirit, yield to the Holy Spirit, healings and deliverances and people being set free. I mean, all kinds of miracles are still happening around the world, but we see them less and less because we're more and more comfortable with what we have. But those who need more are seeing more of the operating of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Because they're yielding to him because they're, they're But see, 
We don't have, you know, here in the U.S. and the Western world, we don't have so much natural depravity, amen, as we do spiritual. Because we're satisfied with the natural, so we don't even seek more of the spiritual. I, I, I'm not trying to pick on nobody. I need deliverance and we trust him and we depend upon him more and more and more. We call on him because he's able. I said because he's able. We got to trust him. Oh, I got so much more, but I got to stop. <laughs> you know, there's another day. But I want us to stir up our thirst and our desire. For communing with the Holy Spirit. For operating in the Holy Spirit. For praying in the Holy Spirit. And those that may have not receiving the Holy Spirit. So that we can operate at a much greater level. That the enemy would have much harder time coming against us. Amen. Because we begin to realize who we are and whose we are and who we have on board to fight the wiles of the devil yeah, yeah. to knock down all the fiery darts as it yeah. talks about to give us the power and the strength to continue to stand amen as the scripture says having done all to stand stand therefore but you got to have something to stand on that's the word of God that's the Holy Spirit on board leading and guiding and helping these things that come against us to give us the strength to go through the infirmities amen that come against our bodies Amen. The struggles that come against our relationships to help us to stand. Everything ain't going to just work out all. But we believe that God will give us the strength to get through it in a way that glorifies him. That's where we got to be. That's where we got to decide. Are we going to trust him? So we got to see God in a better way, man. We got to see him as as creator. We got to see him as Jesus and salvation. We got to see him as the Holy Spirit and emanation operating in the earth. Hallelujah. Trusting him, believing him, standing upon his word. Mm. Let's stand. And I, I just want to open up the altar for anyone that wants to come seek him. If you haven't received the Holy Spirit, I would love to pray with you. That your heart will be open. And receptive to the promise. See, we're going to talk about that promise here. So, but, you know, what it really means. But that promise that he has for each and every one of us. The promise he made to all his people. Huh. God is good. And he knows our struggles. He knows our struggles. He knows the things that we're challenged with. He knows the things that the enemy wants to use against us. And he says, I'm here. He says, I'm here and I want to give you strength. Let's reach out our hands toward this young man. A desire, hallelujah, for more. I can just sense it in the spirit.
to understand, to be filled, to have the strength. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just come before you right now, Lord, and we lift up Corey, Lord. Lord, you know the desire of his heart, God, to know you in spirit, as the word says, in spirit and in truth. Lord, to have the strength, hallelujah, to live a life, God, that brings honor and glory to you in every aspect, God, to cast on all the, the devices of the adversary, Lord. We pray over him right now. Lord, but his understanding is being enlightened. Lord, his, his desire will be fulfilled. Hallelujah. He opens his heart and his mind to hear from you, to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, God, that, Lord, you can come on board and abide and be with him and be in him. Hallelujah. We thank you right now. I said we thank you right now. In the name of Jesus, lift up your hands unto the Lord. Sign of surrender. Hallelujah. Jesus. Jesus. So sometimes we just gotta we just gotta yield and surrender to him. Even when we don't have the words, he knows what's in our heart. So we lift this young man up before you, God. We say, let your divine will be done. As he seeks you, you said that you would be found of us. So I cover him right now, Lord. I cancel all the lies of the enemy, all the devices that will come to stop him. Hallelujah, all the, the confusion the enemy would try to bring to him. We cast those things right now. We cast them down. Hallelujah, we assign them back to the devil's hell from which they come. Lord, that he will be able to hear clearly from you, to operate according to your will and your word. We thank you right now. We thank you for our heart. We thank you for desire. We thank you for his coming forth, God. Hallelujah. Meet him where he is. Hallelujah. And let your will be done. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless you. We'll get together and talk some more about it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So let's bow our heads. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, in your mighty name, we thank you, God. Lord, for the stirring of your spirit, God, in the hearts and the minds of your people, Lord. We, we thank you for who you are, Lord, and what it is that you're desiring to do in us and in this place, God. And Lord, we come saying, here am I, use me. Here am I. Let your will be done. Help us, Lord, as we yield ourselves to you. God, that we will walk in your ways, God, and we will speak your truths, Lord, and we will face the adversary on every hand, Lord, walking in the power and the authority, not of our own strength, God, but in the strength of the Holy Ghost. The strength on which you've given us, hallelujah, that we might be able to stand against all the struggles, that we might be able to magnify you and lift you up. Father, we thank you, Lord. Now, go with us as we prepare to leave this place. Help us to continue to be mindful of your presence. Lord, and if we, we need more, you are there. Help us to, to spend more time with you individually, God. More time in your word, more time in prayer, more time, hallelujah, desiring to meditate upon you. That we can come to know you even more. That we will know and understand and follow that still small voice that's instructing us and guiding us and helping us 
if we would listen to avoid danger, to avoid struggles, help us to quiet the noise all around us, the busyness all around us, that we can hear from you. We thank you. We praise you right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I turn it over to Minister Diane. Praise the Lord. As they go through the giving statement, and then we're going to pray for the offering.